You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 55. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode. Today, we're going to do something a little different. As we wrap up the summer, I thought it would be a good time to share with you some of the fun stuff I did over the summer. You guys always hear me discussing strategies and work and goals, but I spent a lot of time with my family over this past summer, and I'd like to share some of that with you in this episode today. So I planned this episode in advance, like all of my episodes. It is pre-recorded, but scheduled to publish right after the Labor Day weekend, which marks the end of the summer officially. Um, Summer of fun, family vacations. And for a lot of people, it marks the beginning of a new school term or maybe the point of just refocusing for a lot of other people. So I had a great summer, but it took a lot of planning and organizing to manage multiple moving parts. And what I mean by that is I did a lot of traveling, which meant that I had to manage my work schedule, the podcast schedule, the summer school schedule, because I taught biostatistics course over the summer as well. But it all worked out. It all worked out extremely well. And I had a great summer. I have a fantastic team that works behind the scenes, you know, with me. And I would not have been able to do all of these things alone, nor would I have even tried to manage all of these things alone. So let me tell you about my travel. We took three road trips from our home here in South Carolina. One was to the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. One was to Tampa, Florida. And one was to Syracuse in upstate New York. Now, one of my coworkers asked, why do you want to take road trips? Why not just fly? And the reason for the road trips instead of flying is because my husband and I both have great memories of fun road trips with our families when we were children. And we really enjoy trips like this whenever we can. We realize that our kids are much older and, you know, these opportunities are just very limited. So another reason for the road trip is it's the ability to really take in the beautiful scenes around us. I mean, traveling across so many states and watching the land change from flat land to rolling hills to mountains, it's just really amazing to watch. You know, stopping at the little souvenir shops and exploring local traditions. And those those are all things that we really enjoy. You know, it gives us a chance to unplug from our super busy lives and to plug into nature and the environment around us. So for us, it's really relaxing. So the first trip was to Mississippi. So we visited Um, It was a very long drive, (laughs) but we visited my old school campus where I received my medical laboratory technology degree. This was, for me, it marked the beginning of a journey that led to where I am now. And we were able to go to the health sciences building. And it's really interesting and exciting. I, I realized once we got back on campus, now, 
I've been back to Mississippi multiple times to visit other family and and over the years, but I had not been on that campus. I counted it had been 15 years since I stepped foot on that campus. So it was it was a, a surreal feeling for me. The campus was closed for classes, so there were no students around, and there's very limited faculty, but the security um, let us go into the building. I kind of told him why I was there, and he thought it was kind of sweet that I wanted to stop by. But we were able to go in, and I went straight to the office, and I met the new director of the program, um, because the people that were there before have already retired and gone, moved on. But um, I met the new director of the program, um, and she was really happy that I stopped by, and she was rather excited that I was there, and we chatted for quite a bit, and then she gave us a tour of the lab. I was so excited. Of course, you know, my kids were just like, whatever, they were mosing around. Um, but we were able to just go into that lab and I was able to actually sit in the same spot where I did as a student. And it was my section of the bench where I did all of my, like my clinical laboratory work and where I really just, just, it was a, I just flooded with memories as we sat in that spot. And we talked about all the different, some of the equipment was the exact same equipment that was already old when I was there, but that's just the case. I guess this is the way things are. But there was a lot of new changes and a lot of new equipment. And the new director was she was very sweet and just very excited to talk about all the new changes. And I, I loved hearing about it. And I remember hearing my son lean over or my stepson lean over to my husband and whisper, like, I don't even know what they're talking about. And we were throwing out names of tests and equipment. And it was just exciting times. So that was really a very good experience. Uh, just rare for me to be able to have the opportunity to even make that stop. Because like I said, usually when we stop to go or when we travel in the past, it's quickly to the family or to whatever the event is. And then we're back. It's always a rush. But um, I really appreciated having the time to to stop in there to visit and, and to kind of stroll down memory lane a little bit. And then we were also able to visit with my family. Now, my maternal grandmother's side of the family is we have a reunion, a family reunion every two years. And this was the first one that I've been able to attend in several years. So it was great to see everyone. There was lots of laughing, talking, of course, lots of food. <laughs> Um, swimming, fishing. Fishing is a big deal in my family. So there were a couple of fishing trips kind of put in there. Um, it was just great to see all of the, the elders in my family and to hear the stories of just great sacrifice and dedication and commitment because, you know, so many that have already are, are long gone, so many generations ahead of me, before me, that made these great sacrifices and worked really hard for the opportunities that we are afforded, you know, in my lifetime. And I think it's wonderful to see the progress and what's happened so far. And just, you know, I know that there's much change that, you know, to come and so much to be done, but just to celebrate the memories of the people who had gone before us and to have that respect and to have that time and to share that with my kids was really a great opportunity. And, and, you know, it's one of those things that we get so busy with that we just rarely take those opportunities to to reflect and to pay respects in that way. So that was really a great trip overall. It was, um, everybody had a great time. It was just, it was really awesome. So we returned home and we only had about a week to kind of regroup and recover and get ready because the next trip was to Florida and it was for my oldest son's wedding. He married his college sweetheart, and it was a small sunset 
wedding on the beach in Clearwater, which is right outside of Tampa. It was absolutely beautiful. My daughter-in-law is super sweet, and I think she is great for my son. I honestly do. Now, that being said, nobody prepared me for the emotional challenge of this process. I mean, I have friends who um, have adult sons who've gotten married and I would go and say, I'm not understanding why I'm feeling like this. And they're, oh girl, I know, I know. I'm like, well, if you know, why didn't you tell me ahead of time? Nobody prepared me. So it, it seemed as though the movies are always showing us how hard it is for the father to give away his daughter when she gets married. I had no idea a mother would go through an emotional cycle with her son getting married. So let's just say it hit me when I found out that he was engaged and then the emotional cycling continued through to the wedding day, I I think. So far, I've seemed to have settled down, but I guess in time, we'll see for sure. But again, this has nothing against her at all. She's fabulous and we have a great relationship. It's just a mother-son thing. So just a little FYI for those of you, those, those mothers with sons and you think, well, he's five. I've got, I'm not even thinking about that. Blink and you'll be there. (laughs) So anyway, after the Florida trip, we had a couple of weeks to recover and prepare for New York. So that was the longest trip for sure. So if you if you guys are listening to this and you're not familiar with the the geography of the United States, you don't have to just kind of pull out a map and take a look at these states and what I'm talking about. It was it is quite a uh, a bit of a stretch going from South Carolina to New York, and um, but it was beautiful. There were beautiful scenes, fun to travel north and leave some of the extreme summer heat and humidity from the you know that we deal with here in the southeast. And um, and to just travel into lightly milder climate, but uh, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and then finally to New York. I mean, there was just there was just so it was just beautiful. It was very exciting to go through and travel and to touch each of those states and to watch the process. I mean, we don't always make a road trip when we're going to go do something like this. We will have to fly because time won't allow it. But it was great that we made it. You know, we kind of planned it this way to have the moment to just enjoy each of those beautiful states and and to just kind of soak all that in. So we we spent a lot of time. This was all my husband's family. So we spent a lot of time with both sides of his his family. So his parents, um, both from upstate New York. So we got to spend time with his father's you know, siblings and his cousins and that whole line. And then same with his mother, her siblings and and their kids and cousins. And it was a great time. And there were some friends that my husband is still very close with a lot of his childhood friends. They've, uh, we have a couple that in particular who've come to visit us and stay here with us in South Carolina. So when we traveled there, they were welcoming us. And there was a lot of hospitality in New York. It's not just a Southern thing. And they were just, it was great to see them. And everybody was just, it was just really exciting. Um, We got to see my husband's um, childhood home and visit his, um, his grandparents' old home and, and the high school that he still has the football record for the longest uh, field goal, I believe. 
And uh, we spent time with friends. It was just, it was a lot of fun. It really was great to uh, be able to see all of the places that he has been telling me the stories about. And we just, you know, you just usually don't have time to get into all of those little details when you're traveling, you're always on the go when it's, you're always so fast paced, but we really took the time to explore um, because that we thought it would be important. We did that one with both of our family trips. So um, we were less than an hour away from the Canadian border. And I really wanted to cross over into Canada. I just, I was really anxious to do that. But we just didn't have time to do that. So we didn't, we didn't open up that part of the trip to, um, because I know if I crossed the border, then I would have wanted to do something more. Let's go a little further. Let's go do this or do that. But we just said that we had to just kind of leave it at, you know, we can't go to Canada on this trip. So overall, the vacations were great. It was, I mean, exhausting, yes, but great vacations, great family fun um, all the way around, both sides, you know, my family, you know, and with his family, it was just really a great experience. The kids had a great time um, and it was just, it was just really great. Wonderful new memories now, lots of videos and videos and photos, you know, just, it was really great. But, you know, it wasn't all roses, if I had to say, be honest. You know, at some point, everybody gets a little cranky and irritable with trips like these, right? So there were times when, you know, everybody had that moment. But in particular, I remember this one with my husband. Now, this to me, it wasn't funny at all during the time. I can chuckle a little bit now. But when we were starting out to go to Florida, my husband is the one who always likes to drive everywhere. That comes from the fact that he's a professional truck driver. I mean, that's what he likes to do, but he's a road hog and he likes to be the navigator. And I just choose not to fight that battle. I mean, I've done plenty of those road trips when it's just me and my kids back in the days when it was, you know, I was a single parent and I had to do all the driving and I had to do all those things. So the fact that he wants to do it to me gives me a break. So I don't even fight about it. But on this particular trip, he had decided to work the night shift the day before we left. They were short. And for some reason, he decided he thought he could do that. And the plan was that I would start driving. He was going to sleep while I drove the first, I don't know how far I was supposed to drive. And then he was going to take over and do the second half of the drive. Now, I would have been fine to do the whole drive anyway, but, you know, he wanted to break it up that way and I was still fine. So it didn't work out that way. We got in the truck. We got maybe, I don't know, 100 or so miles down the road. And the weather was awful. There were thunderstorms. We were on Interstate 95 going south. If you guys are familiar with that, it's a, a major inter, uh, interstate. And it was it was crazy traffic because the weather was so bad. There were wrecks everywhere. So we would drive for a little while at a decent speed. And then the traffic would come to a complete stop because there was a wreck. And they had to you know move the, the vehicles. And, and it, this happened you know, for miles and miles and miles. And it was just hours of delay. And I was fine because I kind of packed on a little extra patience before we got on the road. And whenever you take a road trip, you don't know what to expect. And my thought and my philosophy was, I'm just thankful we're not in the ditch or we're not in the, you know, we're not the cause of this backup. We're not in that accident. And I'm just, you know, hoping that the other people are okay. And, you know, my outlook was just very different. We weren't in a 
you know, we weren't on a timetable. We did, we had plenty of time built into the schedule. My husband, on the other hand, was like really irritable. He couldn't sleep because it was stop and go traffic. And he doesn't like anybody else's driving. You know, it doesn't matter if it's me or someone else. But, you know, so he had all these things piled up. Plus, he was already um, no sleep from the night before. So he's a little cranky. I mean, if I didn't get my sleep, I'd be a little cranky. Regardless, without traffic, even if traffic was good, I'd still be a little cranky. But um, all that piled in. So for a while, I was understanding, had extra patience packed on. But after a while, that was really starting to irritate me that he was so irritated. And he was basically trying to tell me every move. Okay, you should get in the left lane. Okay, you should get back in the right lane. And, you know, that didn't go over very well for too long. So the teenagers were smart enough to plug their ears and stay on their phones and, you know, keep out of all of that. But it was just really kind of irritating back and forth. And then we stopped. We finally stopped for fuel. And and he said, okay, well, I can't sleep because this traffic is bad and the weather's bad. And I'm just going to drive the rest of the way. And I was like, no, you're not. You haven't had any sleep at all. And you want to get behind the wheel and drive? No, that's not going to happen. So he knew I was right. But he was that made him even more irritable. So let's let's just say the way the trip down there was really tense and not so pleasant. But you know, after he got some sleep, I got a really nice apology and everything else was good. But that's just kind of the thing that happens. Um, another thing, my daughter, who just started her sophomore year in college, still does not know how to pack for a couple of days. You know, she doesn't know the difference between packing a light bag and packing for a two week vacation. They're all the same. She's got to take everything in multiple bags and I just, no matter how I explained this before the trip, in a preparation, she still showed up with multiple bags and she had to be, she didn't care if her little space in the back was cramped because she needed all of these things that she claimed need to go on the trip. And I just threw my hands up and decided if you want to be packed in that little space with all of those things that you think are necessities, then go for it. But that was just kind of interesting to me. And then the last thing, I'm going to stop complaining, but I had forgotten what it's like to travel with teenage boys. My stepson is a teenager now, and um, traveling with teenage boys is just a little different. I mean, I can't figure out if it's the shoes or the socks, but the smell that comes from the back seat, oh my goodness. Oh, anyway, so everyone now has settled back in their respective places. My daughter's back on campus, you know, kickstarting her sophomore year. And my stepson is back home with his mom and his stepdad. And my husband and I are looking forward to a quiet house again and enjoying some weekends together, just the two of us. So I hope you all have enjoyed this little catch-up episode with me. And I hope also that all of you have enjoyed a really, really good summer as well. And I have a lot of great episodes as we start to transition and move into the fall and really just refocus our thoughts and get back on track with everything. You know, I have a lot of great episodes planned in the next few weeks coming up. So be sure to click that subscribe button so that you get the newest episodes delivered directly to your mobile device as soon as they are released. You don't want to miss anything and you'll be among the first to hear every time a latest episode is released. All right. Until next time, you guys, have a fantastic rest of your day. 
Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com.